Today's MMA Tea Company fight preview is with Oscar Garcia Jr. Oscar is going to be making his professional MMA debut at Art of War on December 4th, and that's going to be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oscar, thanks for joining me today. I know you said you're, you're feeling good, feeling ready to roll. Um, you know, what's going through your head now going into this uh, first pro fight? Uh, really just trying to stay focused um, on, the, on the task at hand, what I have to do in there. Uh, yeah, that's that's all that's on my mind is just dialing in at this point. We're, we're not too far out. We're just crossing crossing the T's, dotting the I's, you know, putting the final marks on camp. Yeah, and, you, you know, you, you say, you know, trying to stay focused, and I think that's a lot of a lot of fighters say that, that they want to do that, that they're trying to stay focused. Um, what does that mean for you in terms of what could take your focus away or what could be a distraction um, about three weeks out from the fight here? Uh, well, like some fighters, they have like that two week itis thing where like the nerves start to come in and you start playing out all these different scenarios and some of them might not be so great. So a lot of it is just, focusing on what I can control, which is how hard I'm working every day and what I have to do in there to get the job done. Uh, anytime some scenario off the wall that, that comes to mind, I just try to replace that with a, with a positive thought or um, yeah, just something, things along those lines, just making sure that I'm planting the right seeds and nurturing the right, the right seeds, you know? A lot of fighters are also very type A people where they want to control, you know, every aspect of every single thing that goes on. Um, you don't seem to be a very type A control every kind of aspect kind of person when I talk to you. Um, is that the case? You kind of seem to be able to adapt and roll with the punches or are you at the point now as a fighter where you do want to control every single thing and want to control all, all of what goes on in the fight? So like when I was younger growing up fighting, you know, 14, 15, just being a teenager fighting in the cage I was a type a type of cat where I just wanted to control every single second in there I wanted to make him skip to my loo and then I had that one fight where I got injured and I realized at this high at the higher levels you can't really control every second in there when you're going up against trained killers like like at the end of the day, you just have to try your best and whatever happens, happens. Because in this sport, whether we like to admit it or not, when we zig, when we should have zagged, that could be the end. Like, like the, the room for risk is so small or the room for like error is so mm -hmm. small. So I can't, I can't be too wrapped up in, in controlling every second. I just got to feel the fight, see where it goes and take it from there. Yeah, and the like you said, the room for error is so small, and and a lot of fighters, uh, especially in that pro debut, right? It's it's like starting fresh and having a whole new slate. But there is that whole um, other side of things where it's longer rounds, and fighters tend to get nervous, and they might not commit as much when they're throwing punches or on their shots or different things like that. Is that um, something that you're working on in camp with your training partners? Is that something that um, has ever been an issue for you, or are you just ready to rock and roll and not too worried about that? Yeah, I'm not really worried about that at all. Uh, I have a lot of confidence in the work that I put in and not just the work that I put in for this camp, but like the work that I've been putting in since I was 13 years old. A lot of people might not know or understand, but like 
I've been fighting since I was 14, and I fought in Virginia with pro rules. The only difference back then was it wasn't five-minute rounds, except for my third fight. I did three fives. So I've, I've already been here before, you know what I mean? Like, like, I've grown up doing this. My body has done fight camps since I've been an adolescent, literally. Like, I started on a competition team. I'm not, I'm not too worried about the differences um we've been we've been training and preparing for this for not just this camp but a long time and it's it's something where not a lot of people right are i believe you're 21 now are 21 and have seven eight years of experience in mma and when you first started you know you're like you said 13 14 years old you're a kid at that point so you don't really have the strength hasn't developed. Um, you might be a little awkward or a little uncoordinated at that time. Have you noticed your body change as you've been coming up and be like, Oh shit. Like I can do things that I was never able to do before. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I said, I, I was the smallest person in the gym, 13, 14 for, for years. And I was on the competition team. Like I started on the competition team. We, we didn't have like a, uh, open format if you will it was like the guys that are fighting they're at practice and I was one of them getting fucking beat on for at least three years mm -hmm. and uh what was the question again how, how my body has developed yeah just you know you, you start developing oh, a little yeah. bit uh, more strength you got a little better better gas tank you might be able to do things that you never you know expected yourself to be able to do four or five years ago no doubt if like you would have talked to 14 15 year old me like where i'd be at now what i'd be doing now i wouldn't believe like i'm fucking taking down heavy weights and i've always grappled with people much larger than me like i said I'm, i was the smallest person in the gym like the closest person to me was like a 55er and that was our coach so you know how how it is going with coach like yep. <laughs> yeah and you also kind of grew up in the gym where like you said you were the kid that was getting beat on by you know the older the older fighters and we have a kid at our gym christian Carr, is kind of the same way where he was just the kid that always wanted to be around the gym always wanted to be with the fight team but then you know he would go hard so he would get cracked or things would happen and then sooner or later you find yourself being 21 seven years of experience and you're oh my God, now I'm having to put the whooping on somebody else who's coming up and, and training a little too hard when they're young. So how has that development been for you just mentally in your training, being a senior member of the fight team, but being young at the same time? Uh, sometimes it's surreal. Uh, like, like when I go with some of the guys that have been there when I was a kid and I'm able to, to handle them and not get completely obliterated like how I used to, it's like, wow, like I really came a long way. I can't believe that I'm here sometimes, especially when I have a real good day. <laughs> uh, yeah, just surreal is, is the biggest part. Uh, I'm really grateful that I'm able to be in this position because as we know, this is not an easy sport. It's not for the faint of heart. One mistake, again, one mistake and that's it, you know? So I'm just glad that I've been able to make it this far and uh, I'm excited to see how much more I continue to improve because I'm only 21 pro debut like this is just the beginning.
Absolutely. And, you know, you, you, you train um, with Cam and those guys in Pennsylvania, but you had um, just recently been out in California training as well. So what was the training like out there and, you know, where were you training and, um, you know, what did you take away from that trip? So I went over there and I just wanted to get a feel for it because I do plan on moving to California uh, around March or April. And I just wanted to get a feel for it, uh, go to a few of the gyms around the area, San Diego, where I'll be staying and try to find a new home, you know, make some connections. I went to 10th Planet Oceanside with Giovanni Martinez, um, AJ Matthews, striking coach up there. He just started being the striking coach up there, Bellator fighter, phenomenal striker. Um, I didn't get to attend one of his classes, but I was able to go to one of Giovanni's and I really like their system up there. I really like the camaraderie there. Um, I also went to North County MMA with Johnny Soto and a, and a few of those other guys, Derek Anderson. I didn't spar with Derek, of course, but I did get to get some work in with Soto and that really helped. Um, that really helped me a lot. I also went to Dan Henderson's up in Temecula. Uh, that was, that was a lot of fun. It was beautiful facility, awesome instruction. I got to uh, sit in on a Muay Thai class with Tarek Safadine um, and, Going through all of that and going with those higher level guys over there, it really, because at my gym, you know, it's a select few. We got six, six guys, you know, eight on a good day. And um, going over there with just like, I told the one, the one guy, uh, Johnny Hughes at North County, I was like, I've never seen this many people in the gym before. Like I was like a kid in a candy store. You know what I mean? Like, like I can't, I'm going to do really big things when I get over there. Like the resources, it's just, it's almost inevitable for me to become a world champion. And it's, and it's also something where, right. You've been around now when you've been to those gyms, you know, those, the highest level gyms in the world, you're also around other people who uh, may have been there and may be able to not just teach you something physically on the map, but you can pick their brain after you're done training. Right. And you can ask them different things. No doubt. Yeah. The things like that definitely gave me uh, a newfound confidence because like, like I've said, I got beat up quite a bit when I was younger. Sometimes that makes you a little gun shy. And, and I, I am aware that, that since going with bigger guys, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm just so used to being the smaller guy and being over there, going with people closer to my size. I was like, Oh, okay like like I don't have to counter fight I can actually put the pressure on people and and work I don't have to be always so defensive minded if you will and that is you know that's part of the progression of of going through those amateur ranks and now turning pro is you can kind of turn that off and on at will right how the fight is going which we kind of alluded to earlier instead of controlling every single thing that happens um, and speaking of going into this fight, right, you're going to be fighting, um, Anthony Dill, uh, Anthony is Owen through as a professional, but he hasn't fought in, it looks like about six years. Um, you know, he started fighting in 2013, uh, as an amateur rat rattled off a bunch of fights, um, didn't have a great pro showing early in his career, but I, I think has been training this entire time, right? He took the time off and put in the work. What do you know about Anthony? What are you expecting when he comes out? Um, just talk me through your thought process on accepting this, this pro fight with him. So, uh, Cam, my teammate, he, 
mentioned because our my last fight camp, I started to look pretty well, like pretty good. And me and my coach and Cam were like, maybe you might want to turn pro after this one. Like you've been fighting for free for like seven years now. And I just started thinking about it more and more. I started adjusting my training, five minute rounds and whatnot. And uh, Cam kept on mentioning, I think Dill would be a good fight for you. Like he's, he's got slick, slick boxing, good ground game, good wrestling. Like it's a, it's a great fight. And I started looking into him a little more and I noticed that he fought some pretty tough guys um, like Kenny Richmond and a few others. I can't remember, but uh, that Kenny fight stands out to me because Kenny's, he's tough. Yep. And watching him when he was younger, you could definitely see talent is there. Like I, I, you can, you can see the talent. And now that he's taken this time to hopefully he's trained really hard during this time, during these six years, because I know I've been training this hard for a very long time. Um, I, I, I anticipate a very, very good fight. He thinks he's going to knock me out. I've seen, mm-hmm. you know, if that's what he thinks, then that's great. Um, maybe the fight will be a little bit easier if, if he's thinking that he's just going to come in and knock me out. I, I think that this is going to be again, potentially fight of the night um, for as long as it does last. Mm-hmm. He's tough, well-rounded, like I've said. Um, I'm just excited to get in there and mix it up. Like, like, like we said, he's been gone for six, six years. We don't really know what all, tools he's sharpened and added to his toolbox but I'm, I'm very confident in what I've been working on and uh, I think I got what it takes to get the job done awesome man we're excited uh, I also think it could be fight of the night it is a stacked art of war card um, but this is one that could steal the show um, mm-hmm. but before I let you go I wanted to give you the opportunity to just shout out you know your training partners sponsors um, you know any family anybody who's been helping you out anything like that just you know it is an individual sport in the cage, but it takes a team of people to get to where you've gotten to so far. Yeah. I mean, big shout out to coach Dan and cam for always giving me good work and helping me inside and outside of the gym. Uh, shout out to Eric Strausser and Dylan Harnish and those guys over there at Midworld. I've been putting in a lot of work with those guys every week. Uh, Dylan's phenomenal him and cam. They're both South Paul's. Um, Cam has a lower, lower hands, kind of fights like Dill a little bit Been like the best, the best coincidental partner for him. Uh, and Dylan's just, he's so good. He's, he's really good. Uh, I'm, he's been helping me out level. We've been leveling each other up quite a bit. Eric's been teaching me a lot of leg block stuff and just, we've been, I've been picking his brain, you know, after, after practice, and he's sure. great, great. Uh, shout out to my sponsors, Intrinsic Motion, G Construction, uh, Advanced Power Services. Thank you for, you know, bringing me and helping me pay for my medicals and whatnot. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited to, to have Philly know who I am by the end of December 4th. Awesome, Oscar. We're excited to, um, you know, kick some ass out there. and We'll see you on the other side. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you.